Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Nothing Impossible on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. All right, welcome to Nothing Impossible, Travis Sheridan and Michael Calhoun, where we talk about cool things in St. Louis. And this week, we got cool stuff to talk about. Yeah. First off, we have a couple of industries where St. Louis, you know, we own them, basically. We're talking about the biotech industry, agriculture. We know we really own that. Healthcare, we're growing in that industry. And we're trying to grow by going to Chile this week. We'll check in with the BioSTL crew, who's been, they've been really successful at recruiting these techie startups in the healthcare and ag industry from Argentina to Israel to move to St. Louis. Yeah, people from outside of the region, outside of the country, uh, being brought here, and they're not landing in San Francisco or Boston. They're landing in St. Louis to grow their business and grow it rapidly. And so, yes, BioSTL, Global STL has been doing a lot there. And speaking of growth in St. Louis, all the talk recently has been about geospatial and the NGA. Speaking and, of the navigation they're going to have to do to get to St. Louis. <laughs> right. Those planes, are probably, GPS, yeah, yeah. those planes are probably using something that involves geospatial, at least I would hope so. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about what the future looks like and a conference that's coming up here uh, this next week in St. Louis. And then when we sometimes dip into sports on the show, because, you know, St. Louis is a sports town. There's always a tech element to it or some sort of innovation. We love talking with Stadia Ventures, Mm -hmm. for instance. And we're going to talk with Dave Stewart, the co-founder and chairman of Worldwide Technology. They've got their name now on Worldwide Technology Raceway, formerly Gateway Raceway in the Metro East. And they're doing all sorts of things. I mean, it's not just a naming rights agreement. Worldwide is uh, supplying technology to help the fan experience on race days, virtual reality, that sort of thing. Also holding STEM events. At the raceway and throughout the community. Well, I when I think about the way that sports is really changing, how we even digest sports, you know, a lot of things on the small screen, uh, better fan experiences. Uh, I can't think of a better alignment for a company like Worldwide Technology than to get into the racing industry and seeing what they can do right over in the Metro East. Yeah, virtual reality. Maybe we'll see holograms at the raceway before long. It'd be a lot quieter. <laughs> <laughs> Silent well, races. We've got so much to get to. Let's take a break. Come back and get into it. We'll be right back right after this. Welcome back to Nothing Impossible on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. Michael and Travis with you. And when we think about the industries that St. Louis really owns, agriculture, agriculture tech has got to be top of the list, right? Ag is where it's at. Yeah. I mean, there's so much going on, not just if you think about like how much of the world's population gets served through 
you know, not just the Midwest, but technologies that come out of St. Louis specifically, it's 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 mind boggling. Although I think when we introduce the geospatial topic, we'll also say that that's a huge industry for St. Louis. We're good. It's fortunate in St. Louis to have several industries where we've become kind of a hub. And we have the authentic assets to back it up. Absolutely. And we're trying to increase our density right now, too. Let's bring into the conversation VJ Chowan of BioSTL, Global STL, who's calling us from Chile. Thank you for joining us, VJ. Good morning, Michael and Travis. Greetings from Santiago, Chile, where, as you know, in the Southern Hemisphere, it's springtime, <laughs> uh, heading into summer in the next two to three months. And it's a beautiful, crisp day in Santiago. So what are you doing down there with Global STL uh, this time, uh, VJ? So great, Michael and Travis. Would it be helpful for me to just give the audience a little bit of background about what BioSTL is about, and then through that, the context for our uh, visit to Chile and our work in Chile? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Set, set the context for us. We talk about BioSTL, and thank you for reminding us. Sometimes we throw these words out, and we know that our faithful listeners, the ones that are with us week in and week out, might know. But there are some new people to the show every yeah, you week. you and I are in the thick of it, right. and we know what an MVP stands for, and for an instance. And an IPO and all these other yeah, initials. Yeah. But uh, for, for our listeners, give us the context, VJ. Sure. Thank you so much. So BioSTL is a nonprofit that was built to create an innovation economy in St. Louis in the biosciences space, which we define as healthcare, ag, and food. As you know, those are powerhouse uh, innovation uh, regions, uh, strengths of our region. And so BioSTL has been building startups in that space. Today, we are the most prolific creator of startups in biosciences in St. Louis, and our startups have raised the most capital of any other St. Louis startups. So we've got a very good engine in creating bioscience startups going. Adding to that, five years ago, we said, can we make the case for international innovation that ordinarily would overlook our region, head to the coast, whether it's Boston or Silicon Valley, can we make a case for those international companies to put their roots down in St. Louis? And that initiative is called Global STL, the one that I lead. And what we're doing with Global STL is we are bringing the buying power of our region as the magnet for these international companies. So we are looking for much more mature companies than the startups that we have in St. Louis. These are companies with products and revenues in their home market, looking to enter the U.S. market. And we are a business development platform bringing our buying power to these startups, which is of high value and very difficult for these companies to do, these international companies. So we spend time with the buying part of our region to understand what their innovation priorities are and then turn around into our global network to find the solutions that can address their strategic priorities. That's what Global STL has been doing. And we are trying to make St. Louis the go-to destination for startups in the strength areas of St. Louis, which happen to be, as you were mentioning before, uh, ag and food, we have more plant science PhDs in our region than anywhere else in the world. We've got a massive in business, uh, corporate, research, and farming community complex that is in our backyard. We have a similar one in healthcare. Uh, your audience in St. Louis may not know this, but when you look at all the healthcare organizations headquartered in St. Louis, that represents more buying power than what you see in Boston, Cleveland, mm -hmm. Philadelphia, Chicago and you name it. 
And so we are bringing that buying power as the magnet for these international countries. Israel was our first country, and we have had tremendous success uh, bringing Israeli startups from ag and food and healthcare, cybersecurity, fintech to our region. And we've now expanded this into 12 countries. Uh, So that's a little bit of where we are, and let me tell you about why Chile. If that's the next question. Well, let, let me let me interrupt for just a moment. Just uh, you mentioned the buying power. So these aren't early early stage uh, startups or scale ups. These are these are companies that, have, as you said, have achieved some level of success in their home market. In this case, you're in Santiago, Chile, and now they're looking at a business expansion opportunity. And you're positioning St. Louis as the ideal place for them to expand their business. Is that correct? Very well put, Travis. That's exactly right. You know, we don't want these early stage companies that we have to do a lot of heavy lifting and de-risking. We've got plenty of ideas in our region for that. Now that we have a machine that's on a roll, what we're looking for are companies that have already done the de-risking. They want to capture the U.S. market and we want to create that business development opportunity for them. Plus, because they are more mature, their opportunity for job creation is going to be a little bit higher. We're talking with Vijay Chawan, who's the lead for Global STL, which is an effort of BioSTL in St. Louis, calling us from Santiago, Chile. And what are the what are the areas of health innovation and uh, the health industry, health care, that Chile is really excelling in and, uh, and maybe some parallels between uh, the different things that St. Louis is involved in and what Chile has been uh, coming up with advances in? Great. And... and, and- I'll precede that with, uh, you know, why we are in Chile in the context of why we are in South America. As you all know from our previous conversations, we have been very actively engaged in South America. Argentina and Brazil have been our major platforms. We have five companies from Argentina that we have uh, recruited to St. Louis and are building their businesses in St. Louis. We've taken multiple delegations there. Similarly, in Brazil, we have several companies that have uh, looked at St. Louis are still co- and are in there. So the largest uh, sugarcane industries R&D center outside of Brazil is now in St. Louis, CTC. So we've got a lot going on in Brazil and Argentina. And Chile was a, a, a gap in our ecosystem map. Chile turns out to be the most uh, advanced economy in South America, the highest GDP per capita. Uh, and they have real strength in the uh, food industry because they are counter-seasonal uh, when it is uh, not a good time for locally grown produce, fruits and vegetables. Chile comes in and services the U.S. market. So they've got a huge export machine uh, going on in the area of ag and food. Uh, in fishing also, they are a very prolific uh, uh, creator of uh, the fishing industry, if you will. And so... What has happened that has made uh, Chile of interest to us is that our partners at Washington University have a bioinformatics program going on between Washington University and UDD, which is the number one private university in Chile. And so they are engaged in high healthcare bioinformatics. And it's through their partnership that we are here in Chile to explore uh, relationships in healthcare ag and food. And so uh, our trip is focused on that. So let me talk about the healthcare opportunity. So there's an organization called Startup Chile that was created in 2010 by the Chilean government to put uh, the startup engine of uh, Chile on the world map. 
then. Welcome back to Nothing Impossible on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. All right, we uh, we like to talk about our core strengths here. We were just talking about biotech, and now we're going to sh- make a shift into geospatial and what that might mean for not just innovation, but also jobs. Yeah, joining us right now is Jim Alexander of the St. Louis Regional Chamber, just ahead of a conference that's starting in St. Louis on Monday regarding geospatial. Thanks for joining us on KMOX, Jim. Oh, you're, you're so welcome, and, and just a bit of an update. So I'm the Senior Vice President for the St. Louis Regional Economic Development Alliance. We're certainly an independent subsidiary of the Chamber, but operating uh, independently. Sometimes, uh, I think internal audiences, the you know residents of St. Louis, might not tell, know the story that's being told. Can you uh, it, just briefly tell us, a, for our listeners, what is the story of St. Louis that, that you're out there telling? So there are uh, a lot of things that are that are happening here. So we talk about our geographic location, very very important to so many businesses around the country. We talk about over forty colleges and universities at any one time. There's about 180,000 students enrolled in our regional colleges and universities. There's over 20,000 degrees and certificates awarded each year. That's all about talent. And companies today uh, are looking around the country to where they can find solid talent pipelines. That's one of it. One of the things they're looking for. Another thing we like to talk about are the industries here Uh, that really put us second to none in terms of the innovation and technology being developed. You said you were just talking about some of the ag and uh, and plant science uh, strengths of our region. Again, that resonates very well because, again, we want to be targeted. Uh, We talk about financial services. We talk about logistics, advanced manufacturing. You know, think about we tell the story about Boeing. You know, they're doing the TX trainer. Uh, which is cutting-edge trainer aircraft that's going to be built here, was designed and engineered fully here in St. Louis. Uh, They built, obviously, the F-18s. They have a new autonomous um, uh, refueling vehicle. They're built a carrier-based refueling vehicle that's autonomous. They're building for uh, the U.S. Navy. There's nothing more cutting-edge technology than, than what we're doing here in St. Louis. And so those are... Those are just some of the things that we talk about uh, that, again, folks around the country and around the world are looking for, for their next, uh, for their next expansion. And Jim, when it comes to geospatial, it might be a little hard for people who aren't familiar with it to figure out, all right, what does this mean? I, I think the best way to boil it down is location services. But when it comes to this industry and what it means, where it manifests itself in St. Louis, how people can get involved, it seems like this geospatial gateway forum is a one-stop shop to really experience and ask questions and be able to go and get this information. Absolutely. And I think the most exciting thing that folks need to know about geospatial is it, it is wayfinding. It is about finding your place on the earth. Um, but we mentioned all the different sectors where St. Louis is strong. And all of those sectors are now using geospatial technology and intelligence more and more. Think of precision farming. Uh, think of logistics. Think of financial services and healthcare are utilizing geospatial intelligence and geospatial technologies to, to make their businesses more effective and, and more profitable. And the, uh, the conference coming up next week 
is going to give lots of folks who are in the industry or maybe just interested in the industry uh, to see what's happening in innovation within the geospatial uh, sector and um, also to find out about what kind of future job opportunities there are going to be within the geospatial sector. And what do those jobs look like? And I guess the more important question is, you, you mentioned our academic institutions. Uh, are our yes. academic institutions turning out the talent that will match the needs of the future workforce? And that partnership with SLU's got to be Exhibit 1. Sure. Oh, absolutely. And um, yes, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> our institutions are already turning out you know, some of the best talent. You know, For example, when, when you talk to folks at, at NGA today, uh, they'll tell you that so many of, of their new um, employees are coming from SIUE. Uh, SIUE has had tremendous programs in geospatial intelligence and geography for many years. Uh, and obviously, St. Louis University now, with their new Geospatial Institute, uh, and former NGA director Robert Cardillo is going to be their distinguished fellow uh, for the Geospatial Institute. So, again, this is nothing new to, to SLU, but they're going to be building up their uh, technology and expertise. Uh, University of Missouri-Columbia, a longtime leader uh, in this type of technology and, and all things geospatial so we've got an excellent base to start from. And now that many of the universities like St. Louis University, and of course, Washington University in St. Louis, you know, they are doubling down on creating these resources so that St. Louis uh, has the talent that's going to be required, not only for NGA, but for the incredible companies that are already here, like Esri and Lidos and Maxar, but the other companies that are going to be right outside the gate of, uh, of NGA once that new building opens in a few years. And what about those that uh, maybe they haven't gone through traditional academic pathways? And you mentioned uh, those that will be right outside the gate of the NGA, which I, you know, is very mm -hmm. clearly in North St. Louis. How can other people yeah. start moving into this, this line of work and these career fields so that uh, more people in the region can benefit from this growth? I think people... Um, need to seek out, you know, the types of opportunities that are available in, in geospatial, because there will be opportunities at NGA. There will be opportunities at the other geospatial corporations that are in St. Louis. But as we mentioned, let's say that your, your main interest is logistics. Well, there, there's going to be a way to exercise uh, geospatial intelligence and technology and job opportunities around logistics, the same with ag and, and, and the same with healthcare. So I think that, you know, because of the, 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 the breadth and the depth of the geospatial industry, uh, it's only going to get bigger. It's going to provide more opportunities, and it's going to be across all sectors that the St. Louis region is strong in. And so I think the point is, you know, folks can, can look at industries or companies that, that interest them and that they want an opportunity for employment and for growth. And if they have a interest in geospatial that goes along with that, they're probably going to find opportunities where, where those are actually, you know, uh, melded together, if you will. One more question for you, yes, and it's yes, an sir. important one. Can I get mm -hmm. into the classified tech day on Wednesday? <laughs> Is there any way that we can get me a security clearance for that? 
Well, you know, the folks from USDAF are just wonderful, and I think if you ask them very politely, they'll find a way for you to do that. <laughs> ah, what are some examples, maybe, of, because that seems really cool, a classified event focusing on the current challenges and business opportunities and an opportunity mm-hmm. for folks to walk through the current NGA, which will soon become a historic site. I imagine, once they move to their mm-hmm. new facility. What kinds of things are people going to be able to witness if they have the proper security clearance, I suppose? Well, I guess uh, some of that is hard to tell because I, I don't have that kind of security <laughs> clearance. But, but it, it's really interesting that NGA, because they want to reach out to the St. Louis community, they want to reach out to, to young people here, uh, there are things quite literally that were classified six months ago or nine months ago that are now unclassified. And, you know, there's something here in St. Louis sponsored by the USGIF called the St. Louis Area Working Group. And uh, that working group has monthly meetings. And we hear from people from the NGA who, who talk about things happening there that they weren't able to talk about in public not long ago. Another thing to keep in mind is if you're interested in the geospatial industry and what's next, Uh, at the St. Louis Regional Chamber's 182nd annual event on the 10th, the evening of the 10th at at the Chase, uh, there's going to be a major announcement about what's next in the geospatial industry. So I would urge folks that are interested uh, to go to the STL Regional Chamber website, get registered, and and find out uh, about the future of uh, geospatial in St. Louis. And also that same day, by the way, Wednesday, there's a STEM event to stimulate <laughs> the yes, next generation yeah. of NGA workers. Jim Alexander yeah. from the St. Louis Economic Development Alliance. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you, Michael. Thank you, Travis. Uh, really enjoyed talking with you. Uh, look forward to seeing you soon and uh, around all things geospatial. USGIF.org for the info on the Geospatial Gateway Forum. And we'll be back with more Nothing Impossible right after this. Welcome back to Nothing Impossible on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. All right, Michael had a chance to catch up with Dave Stewart, the chairman and founder of Worldwide Technology. Let's take a listen. Talking with a big fan of sports and a big fan of St. Louis, calling us from the Diversity and Inclusion Sports Consortium in Daytona. Thank you for calling in to KMOX, Mr. Stewart. Oh, you're welcome. Happy to be on with you. So first of all, this is really cool. You're the keynote speaker at this consortium, the Diversity Inclusion Sports Consortium. What is your message uh, as keynote speaker that you're trying to get out there to team owners in all of these sports? I mean, it looks like we've got NASCAR, of course, but NFL, MLB, NHL, golf, basketball, the Olympics, soccer. What's the message you're trying to get across to uh, team owners who are looking at racial disparities in their leagues and saying, I really want to do something about this, but I'm not sure what? Well, I think there's a um, uh, economic model that uh, proves that uh, there's tremendous opportunity for them in, in the future and broadening their their base of fans uh, and the experience uh, uh, for for all in, in the entire community that I think is a, a message that resonates with everybody. It's a revenue dri- driver uh, for every, every every sport. As they look at diversity and inclusion, they look at uh, 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 a maybe a fan that's not engaged or involved or a future fan that's not engaged or involved and 
and getting them interested around science, tech, engineering, math, or getting them interested in other aspects of the sport that, that they may see a pathway and an opportunity to see themselves involved in some way, shape, form, or fashion in the sports and entertainment and, and, and that, uh, that sport in a way that will be meaningful and, and add value in a way, but also future sports fans that they would be looking for as well. How do you feel about the fact that there's so much attention on this right now and that people are actively looking for answers? Well, I think the, the issue is the, the fact that uh, in, at, by 2040, uh, minority in, in this country will now be majority. And so that's a fan base that you've got to start connecting to now in order to have the benefits of, 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 of later on. And so making those strategic investments uh, and uh, getting connected to the community in a meaningful way uh, uh, from, from, from the standpoint of learning about the sport to learning about how some of the uh, career opportunities that are there as well, as well as just it's a fun game, all of them in the various uh, 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 venues, and learning about the sport itself. And there's a set of things that, uh, uh, soft skills that uh, also developed in the process of, of, of learning about sport that I think that people don't realize are significant for, for young people as well. You know, I've had opportunity to, to, to play sports at a pretty good level, at, at, at collegiate level. And I learned a lot through, through that. There, there's some disciplines that you, you learn about. There a set of values. There's uh, like trust and integrity and uh, and the, the way you play the sports or rules that you you abide by, some soft skills that I think that are that, that you use for the rest of your life that I think you attain in sports uh, uh, and uh, being around sports organizations that I think that uh, are, are very good for trans, uh, transmitting to uh, the uh, business community as well that will be of value. And, of course, obviously, uh, for for, for the fan, obviously, coming and, and, and viewing these uh, uh, various various events as well. Now, you're calling us from Daytona Motor Speedway, but big things are happening at our own raceway here in the St. Louis region, Worldwide Technology Raceway. You really love racing, don't you, uh, Mr. Stewart? I do love racing. I, you know, I go back in the, in the 60s, I reflect back on the, the A.J. Fort, Forts of the world and the, and the Penske's of the world, and you, you had the Richard Petty's of the world, and you have, had Wendell Scott, which many people don't know about, was the only black driver at the time uh, in, 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 in the 50s and 60s as well. Uh, all of them, uh, you know, I admired and respected and and uh, my father was a big race fan as well. He's a he was a mechanic, and he was always a Richard Petty fan. And um, uh, and uh, so I guess it, it, it's kind of rubbed off on me as well. When it comes to these naming rights deals, first off, it's so cool to have your name on this facility, Worldwide Technology Raceway. Usually, that's what these deals are limited to. There's money that changes hands, and a sign goes up. But this deal with Gateway seems to go much deeper than that. What are the ways that WWT is bringing its tech expertise to, to this raceway to, to innovate with the race day experience, to help with logistics behind the scenes? How does this go beyond just the typical naming rights deal, Dave? So, so, so technology is one piece of it that uh, we think is very, very important, that uh, obviously 5G will be coming down the road as well. And, and many of those major carriers are looking for platforms at the edge of 5G. And so 
uh, I think the raceway and being in the entertainment space has to be prepared for that. That allows for the to an enhanced uh, customer experience at the end of end of that, which is a revenue driver not only for the fan uh, for for the raceway, but also a revenue driver for the the big carriers and so forth out there as well. But equally as important is build, building a fan base for the future uh, and connecting to the community and that particular community in a different and a more meaningful way around STEM initiatives uh, that we we had at the Indy race where we were building cards, we were showing uh, engineering and how it works and how uh, big data works, uh, uh, AI works, and how some of the things associated with racing are so around science, technology, and math, and getting these kids to realize their pathway and have hope and and the possibilities of them seeing themselves in that environment uh, in racing and sometime in the future or beyond. Obviously, it's uh, it's relevant in every area of our, our business and economic growth for the future of our business community as well. Now, before we talk about STEM, I got to ask about this. I saw VR, virtual reality, on there as one of the collaborations. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because that's just so fascinating about how that could really change the race day experience. You know, the the possibilities around uh, AI, virtual reality, and and the the capabilities now uh, with with 5G uh, being out there and the experience uh, not only at the raceway, but also the experience at home will be a lot different than it is today. And actually, you'll be able to see in more detail the, the possibilities with, with, with that as we move down the road. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot around that, uh, and uh, we, the, the possibilities are endless. I guess one enables the other. You can't have these big data capabilities like VR if you don't have the 5G bandwidth to feed it to begin with. So it is a complicated situation, I imagine, to continue to be at the vanguard of these new technologies and, and in terms of implementing them? Well, we want to be on the forefront of obviously setting, setting up what the platform's going to look like. We want to be the innovator. We want to be the ones who are defining what that's going to look like. And we think we have a, a just a clear path to, to be able to do that through ideation, through what we will be doing around innovation. We have a culture of innovation as well. Do that with some of our biggest partners uh, that we work with, uh, the 1,200 partners have, and, and obviously fold in emerging technology that's happening as we speak as well. And so I think we've got the right environment. I think we've got the right tools and the right, uh, I think, uh, culture uh, that allows for innovation to happen. And it really comes down to people from the brainstorming to the implementation. You've got to have the skilled workers. The region, we've had a regional discussion in St. Louis about how we need more skilled workers. There are also so many people in St. Louis who need jobs, who need a new opportunity. And so talk a little bit about what you're doing with the Raceway and what WWT is doing to increase the accessibility to STEM activities for kids, retraining, just all of these different things. And, and especially, again, how that, how that enters into the Raceway, because it's hard for people to think, well, how do I, how do I find this information? Where do I go? And so at these big public places... It's easy to reach a lot of people. Yes, it's been it's been uh, it's been uh, a challenge from the very beginning to obviously get a number of these initiatives going, but we've got them ro- rolling now. We we start with kind of the global kind of uh, uh, united way of, of, of STEM that we've developed called Global Leadership Forum. Uh, uh, Kendall Norris uh, runs that as the executive director of that, and you've got this ecosystem of 
of connections to the various uh, uh, STEM initiatives and uh, that, that, that are going on across the country and around the globe uh, that are really engaging in the uh, diverse community uh, that, that is developing that next generation of, of, of talent, uh, ITSMF, BDPA, BEA, Boys Hope, Girls Hope, uh, uh, NPOWER, NAP, all of them part of that ecosystem. And we are serving uh, mills, millions of children now uh, uh, connected to all of that that are developing the next generation of, uh, of talent uh, uh, for this next uh, uh, push uh, relative to the kind of economic change that will happen not only in this region, but here across this country and around the globe. And, of course, can't let you go without talking about the blues. And this is so cool. This is legendary singer B.B. Winans celebrating the blues. Let's play a little bit of this on KMOX. Have you heard the good news that we play by the rules and the champions of the Stanley Cup are the St. Louis Blues. And that's not all. He brought the band with him. Stanley Cup. Everybody, 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 everybody. Dave, I saw you in the video clapping in the front row of this. Everybody was just so electrified. Where was this celebration going on? Pavilion at uh, Forest Park. We have an annual picnic for our church uh, at that pavilion. We have a church service, and then we have a picnic. And so it happened to be, I happened to have the, the Stanley Cup. That was my day of the Stanley Cup. And I wanted to bring it to my church for the, for the picnic. And I thought it was an appropriate time. And and, and just so happens, B.B. Uh, Winan uh, was coming to sing. We had Korean Seoul from Seoul, Korea, come and sing with him. And some other accompaniments and so forth from, from across the country that he brought with him. Uh, and he presented this song to us, you know, and uh, it was a big surprise to me as well. So I'm very thankful for the friendship that we've we've garnered over the years with uh, BB and I and an entire uh, wine family. And Dave, what do you think of the messages that it sends to have this gospel singer singing the gospel of professional hockey in the home of the world champions? Well, I, I, I got to tell you is that that that. Uh, uh, it reminds me of the full body of Christ that, uh, you know, and the, the full church that, that engaged and involved in sports and, and every walk of life uh, uh, as well. And they enjoy hockey and sports and entertainment as, as much as anyone. And so we're thankful for the opportunity, and uh, we just uh, uh, praise God for, for what he's done. That's incredible to have your own day with the Stanley Cup. How do you even begin to think about what to do with that time? Well, I, you know, I, I, that was my first thought, thought. I want to bring it to my church uh, so they would have an opportunity to be connected uh, to the, the success that, uh, uh, that the, the Blues have and that they were a part of that as well. They're as much fans as, as anyone as well. And uh, uh, so it was, it was great to have the opportunity to share, share that with them, uh, the, the, the success. 
And have you seen the, this just came out too, and people have been sharing this all over the internet as well, the, the Stanley Cup police badges that officers in the city are getting. What do you think of those? I think that's very impressive. I mean, that's appreciation for, you know, what the, uh, what, uh, the service, the police department do every day. I thank them for their service. I'm, I'm grateful for what they do each and every day and risking their lives on our behalf. They're the ones who are running in when we're, we're running away. Uh, from 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 danger and so forth. So our fire and policemen are are deserve to to, to have that, and uh, they're just as much a part of of the success that uh, St. Louis had with 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 the, the the Stanley Cup as anyone. And Dave, how do you feel about the Cardinals? Are we going to be having a similar celebration in a month here in St. Louis? All I will say to you is I'm praying for the Cardinals. I'm a big Cardinal fan. I'm excited about it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to the playoffs and, and spending some time down at uh, Bush Stadium uh, uh, and enjoying uh, seeing them win. Well, Dave, we can see your legacy at Worldwide Technology from Westport to downtown to Edwardsville. What is next for WWT? What's the impact you hope to have on the St. Louis community? Uh, we, we plan, our plans are, are, are probably pretty simple. Uh, we, we will honor the past, but, but we're investing into the future. And as I think about uh, every day, I, I, am I living my life worthy of the sacrifice that many have made on my behalf? Uh, this is an opportunity for us to make some sacrifice and invest into the future of our, 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 our growth of our business and economic growth in the St. Louis area. So our youth are vitally important to us. And connecting to the diverse community and the entire community is, is vitally important for the long-term viability and future of our our businesses and economic de- uh, development and growth of our community. And so our investments are all going to be about the next generation. And our focus and our service and our commitment is going to be about the next generation as well uh, because there's always a return on that long-term. Eternal return on investment is what we're looking for. Dave Stewart, chairman of the board, founder of Worldwide Technology, And we'll see you at the raceway. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Look forward to it. God bless. Yeah, so a lot happening with Worldwide Technology, with Dave Stewart, and just generally with innovation in St. Louis. And if it happens in St. Louis, we'll talk about it on Nothing Impossible. We'll be back next Sunday. In the meantime, find the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 